iRadio OUM roaming across your mind. Thank you so much for still tuning in to iRadio OUM. This segment right now is English for it and calm. In today's installment of English for it and calm, we're going to take a look at collaborative writing. Now, when we talk about uh, when we talk about writing, yeah, collaborative writing is basically sharing written documents during the process of writing. Now, you may share you may share the draft of a piece of written work with one or two others with the goal of getting suggestions to improve your writing. In a collaborative writing process, people write together in groups towards completing a written piece of work. And collaborative writing projects are quite common in real life settings, such as regular classrooms and even business corporations. I'm sure, you know, sometimes uh, you're asked to do a report, yeah, and you're from the finance department, or maybe uh, you are from the uh, you're from the marketing department. So all these different departments, they come up, they write collaboratively, yeah, so to to work on one document. Now, according to uh, Margaret Fleming, there are three stages of collaborative writing that we need to consider as we organize, as we plan, and as we write a research paper. Now, that's the invention stage, and then there's the drafting stage under which there are three models, yeah? And then there's the revision stage. Now, do you know each of these, any of these stages? Well, I'm going to explain them to you, but let me take a small break first. Okay, promise you'll keep me company right here on iRadio OUM, roaming across your mind. Persekutuan Tanah Melayu mencapai kemerdekaan pada 31 Ogos 1957. Pengisytiharan tarikh kemerdekaan tersebut telah dibuat oleh Tunku Abdul Rahman pada 20 Februari 1956 di Padang Pahlawan, Bandar Hilir, Melaka. Info iRadio khas untuk anda di iRadio OUM. roaming across your mind. Thank you so much for still tuning in to English for Written Communication where we're taking a look at collaborative writing. Now remember before the break I said to you that Margaret Fleming in 1988 yeah, um, says that there are three stages of collaborative writing yeah, that we need to consider as we organize, plan and write a research paper. And the first stage is the invention stage. Now in the invention stage, learners are engaged in preliminary discussion. You discuss ideas, you discuss approaches using the following strategies. Yeah, Maybe note sharing or preliminary debating. In the note sharing strategy, learners brainstorm about the topics by sharing notes. Then they can trade materials with one another. On the other hand, learners use preliminary strategy debate on an idea or a topic as preparation for writing papers. And members of the group gather supportive information for their point of view, for their position, which then becomes shared material for the group or for the paper of the group. Okay. Now, the next stage is the drafting stage. Now, remember I said before the break, there's actually three more models under the drafting, drafting stage. Okay. Now, the first model is 
the chunk model. The chunk model is basically when you divide the writing of a project into sections and then each of you in the group, each student, each learner gets one part. Now, the advantage of this model is that everyone participates. Yeah, But there's also a disadvantage where that it may result in incoherent paper, you know, because different people are having uh, different ways of writing, different use of words and etc. Yeah? So to avoid this pitfall, what you need to do as group members, you should be aware of the parts or sections to be written, such as its introduction, conclusions and trans- transitions. So you should, so you should always remember the tone of the report should be uh, not so... I guess not so flowery, it's straight to the point and you cannot be funny, try to be funny in reports and things like that. Now the next um, model, uh, the next model in the drafting stage is actually the blended model. This is uh, how uh, the blended model yeah, basically will only work if learners have enough time to work together. They have to be present in the same place at the same time and then they discuss every aspect of the paper. So maybe there'll be one, you know, typing away what the group discusses or things like that. Or maybe there's a secretary who will actually write it down. And then the third stage in the drafting, uh, the, the third model in the drafting stage is actually the revision stage. Now, in this stage, members of the group have to revise the paper once the draft has been completed. So uh, some of the ways to do this is to uh, how is to actually uh, check each other's paper. Yeah, so one group member check another's uh, drafts. Also, the best writer of the group. This is also another way you can accomplish this task. The best writer of the group can become the chief editor of the draft. Okay, so he's written his part. You've written your part, and then you get together. He checks your part because he's the uh, better writer of the group. And last but certainly not least, yeah. Uh, the, the way to accomplish um, revising the paper is to have other group members giving comments or suggestions. Okay. Now, of course, as, as I mentioned, when we talk about collaborative write, writing, we're talking about writing in a group. Okay. And when we talk about writing in a group, we're talking about a whole bunch of different people with different expectations, with different personalities. And sometimes, yeah, this may pose a problem. So after the break, we're go- I'm going to help you identify what are the effect- characteristics of effective team communication. If you're interested to know what they are, you need to stay tuned to iRadio OUM.
Radio OUM roaming across your mind. Thank you so much for still tuning in to iRadio OUM. You're tuned in to English for Written Communication. And today, we're taking a look at collaborative writing, okay, writing in a group. Now, uh, effective writing teams know that uh, they ex- why they exist and what they intend to accomplish. The group or the team will know their responsibilities, what are the resources available to them, what are their strengths, and what are their weaknesses. They know, this group, they know how to communicate well. Now, some characteristics of effective team communications are team members listen to each other now the most important thing yeah you need to listen to each other and then there should be an appointed leader yeah who will lead the whole process and then the team leader also needs to listen to other members as well he or she does not have the veto power to decide everything another characteristic of effective team communication is that every group member should feel free to speak openly and honestly so say if they don't understand Stand or if they don't agree with certain things that is being written, then the the group members can voice their worries, their voice, their concern. Now, the next characteristic of effective team communication is that individual members seek the approval of the team before action is taken. And of course, uh, it, you know, the decision does not come from one person, does not come from just the leader or just from random group members. Another characteristic is that information is shared willingly and not hoarded, okay? So you don't hide information, you share with your team because this is a team effort. Another characteristic is that members of the team are not hesitant about bringing up bad news or problems. So if there's problems or maybe you don't, uh, the the writing of one person is uh, atrocious perhaps, you know, so you need to say that, you know what, your writing is, is your English, is not, you know, things like that. So you need to bring up the bad news. Okay, now last but certainly not least, in addition to communicating well among themselves, team members, both individually and collectively, communicate well with other groups as well. So of course, these are the characteristics of uh an effective com- team communication. So, if you're writing in a group, if you're writing collaboratively in a group, do you think your group have this characteristic, these characteristics? Hmm, while you figure that out, let me take a small break first. I'll come back with more after the break, only on iRadio UM, roaming across your mind. Geomorphology is the science of surface features and landforms including the forces and processes that create them. Geomorphology has strong ties to geologic structure, rock types and local original climates. Across your mind. Thank you so much for tuning in to iRadio UU. I'm your tuning in to Midi Jahanim. 
and you're listening to the English for Written Communication segment where I'm sharing with you about collaborative writing. Now we'll talk about collaborative writing. We're talking about writing in a group. Now we'll talk about writing in a group. We're talking about a group of different people with different heads, with different personalities, with different capabilities. Okay. So of course, conflict of personalities, ideas and opinions may rise when writing in a group. Groups have to face these conflicts if you know um, if they arise with patience and understanding, and you need to respond to them directly. If there's a personality conflict between the members, other members should take steps to resolve the conflict as soon as they become aware that the conflict exists. Yeah. Uh, these uh, the, the other team members who are not in conflict, they need to find the source of the problem. What are the issues? Yeah, where did it originate from? Uh, who started it? Yeah, it's not about assigning blame. Yeah, it's about getting to the root cause of the problem. And of course, other questions that is relevant to the problem. For example, is it one? Uh, is it because of one group member feeling overworked? You know how stress. Can actually make you angry. Can actually make you snappy or snarky. Yeah, and of course, uh, maybe a group, uh, one of the group members is angry because uh, credit for completed work uh, being given in unfair manner. Okay, somebody else does the work, and then somebody else gets the name or gets the credit. So of course, this other person who is um, well, who is not uh, appreciated, feels very angry or at least feels uh, sad. Okay, so. This is a negative vibe that can actually uh, cause conflict in the group. Okay, now of course, careful management of group meetings, yeah, is essential for all members to uh, remain receptive to new ideas, to remain civil to each other at the very least. Yeah, one or two members should not be allowed to dominate the group discussion. Yeah, so all members have equal standing in the group and should be given every opportunity. To participate voluntarily. Okay, now of course, this is where the group leader perhaps can play a bigger role. He or she can be the moderator of sort. Okay, now the problem is in some groups the group leader is the one who dominates the whole conversation. It's not because his or her group does not know what to contribute or how to contribute. It's just sometimes that some personalities are more dominant than others. So if this happens, then if you're a, a member of that group. Then you need to voice your opinion because at the end of the day, yeah, if you're if you're talking about your assignments, yeah, that you need to write collaboratively, or even a report that you're writing for your boss that you're writing collaboratively, all of this at the end of the day is going to reflect you. Okay, it's going to reflect not only the group, not only one person speaking, not only the leader, but it's going to reflect you as an employee, as a student, and even in some cases as a person. Yeah, so of course you need to have your say. You need to be. Well, well, you need you need to be not confrontational, but you need to be vocal of what you believe or what your opinions are. Okay, now let me take a small break. I'll come back with a little bit more. Uh, specifically, I'm going to come back with processes for the management of effective team writing. If you want to know what those are, you need to stay tuned to our radio. Oh, you am roaming across your mind. <laughs>
Dialek atau lorat Maksud perkataan Bahasa yang digunakan hanya di daerah tertentu sahaja Contoh ayat Saya tidak memahami apa-apa yang dituturkannya kerana dia menggunakan dialek Kelantan across your mind. Thank you so much for still tuning in to English for It and Communication where we're taking a look at collaborative writing. Now, writing in groups yeah, present a huge challenge. It's a unique challenge. Now, individuals, uh, you know, you and me, we have different interests. We have different backgrounds. We have different attitudes towards writing. However, the differences, these differences that you and I have, they need to work together for the writing to be effective, for the writing to be done, for to be completed. So it's very important to have a guideline that can help direct the team to complete the task at hand. So there are several processes that are necessary for the management of effective team writing for effective team writing process okay so first and foremost the team has to be built okay so you need to get to know each other you need to even appoint a leader yeah like i said it's not necessary it's not a necessity it's not that important but trust me you need somebody to basically uh well keep the get the ball rolling and you need somebody to monitor the progress and all that so there might there should be a leader there might be great use for a leader in the group but don't let the re- leader alone dominate the whole process now after you've built your team you need to analyze the task yeah what you need to write the purpose of your writing yeah of what you're writing are the intended audience the length the contents etc you need to uh, identify all of that okay then you need to manage the writing perhaps um maybe you can start dividing the tasks yeah who should do what now we'll touch about this a little bit later a little more a little bit more in depth later and management of time yeah you need to have enough time not only to write but to also have time to proofread to edit yeah all the work that you've done yeah it doesn't mean anything if you do not have time to edit because chances are if it comes from different people it's going to have different uh, styles of writing okay and this might come off a, a little bit um unprofessional it can can come off a little bit unpolished so it needs to go through the proofreading and editing process so management of time is also crucial in collaborative writing the next process is in terms of management of document stages yeah first draft second draft third draft or whatever how many drafts that you have and then management of style and format yeah fonts that you're using yeah uh, the 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 paragraphing whether you want to indent or don't indent you want to double space single space multiple space 1.5 space so all of this this formatting it should come as a cohesive um 
document instead of you know seven people writing for one thing. No, it's not like that. You know, it has to come and look like it's a one document thing. Okay, and a necessary another necessary process of the management for effective team writing is conflict management. This is if and when necessary. So if there's no conflict, don't go and stir up conflict just because you can say that hey, I've managed conflict in a collaborative writing work. Don't do that, okay? That's just that's just stupid. Okay, now let me uh take a small break because after the break I'm going to share with you. Uh remember I said um Management of writing is also a process under the necessary process for management of effective team writing, meaning the division of work and all that. I'm going to expand on that, but let me take a small break first. I'll come back with more after the break. I'm roaming across your mind. Thank you so much for still keeping me company in the English for written communication segment. You're tuned into me, DJ Hanim. In today's installment of English for written communication, we're taking a look at collaborative writing. Okay, now we're almost at the end of the segment, and uh, now I'm going to share with you about the management of the writing itself. Now, the writing task, yeah, should be divided into uh, smaller sections, yeah. Now, the group as a whole can decide which individuals or teams yeah, will work on which section. And they should also decide on how long each activity or each session should take. Now, the easiest way to do this is to make an outline of the document or the steps in the writing process. Then the approach is used to divide the task. Yeah. Now, when the group members have identified the work that is to be done, they must make decision uh, on... Group versus individual work. What do I mean here? Well, members have to decide. Members of the group have to decide which activities are to be done as a group and which are to be done by individuals. Yeah, you need to be realistic about the expectations. Don't waste the group's time if an individual can do the task well. If you know one of the group members can do can do this part very very well, then let him or her do it. However, don't assign an individual to a task. That requires a group consensus all the way. Perhaps you know, uh, when it comes to analyzing the data, okay, and things like that. So it needs the group consensus. Now, there's also uh, in term decisions or considerations in terms of equivalency of tasks. Now, each group member should have an equal amount of work, and this will help the group complete the job as quickly as possible and ensure fairness. Uh, sorry, ensure fairness. Okay, now before agreeing on individual assignments, you need to review the task as a group, and then you try to identify how much time each task will take. Some activities will be more difficult than others. Yeah, even after estimating the difficulty of the task, it may be necessary to re-estimate because the project gets underway, and then you know you can. Also adjust accordingly as you go along. Yeah, you realize that oh, you know what? This process might probably take us longer, so we need to expand a little bit. So yes, it has to be still. It still has to be flexible. Now, the last 
thing to consider when dividing work is the best use of individual skills. Make every effort to give the right assignment to the right people. You need to match individual skills with a job that utilizes those skills. For this, you need to, 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 to achieve this, you need to ask the group members to state their own strengths and weaknesses in various skill areas, okay? So maybe one person is very good in influencing others. Okay, maybe one person is very good in presenting logical arguments. So you need to understand all of this. And sometimes, you know, uh, the person themselves, yeah, they don't realize that they are good at that. But as another person, you know, as their friend, you would re- realize that, hey, you know what, my friend here, A, he's very good at convincing people. So let him do the introduction part, maybe, you know, so you want to sell the idea first. So things like that. So you need to determine this first in order uh, to uh, to to basically to divide the task to the right person. Okay, and once you've done that, you start writing, and everything will be smooth sailing. Okay, now with that, we've come to the end of today's installment of English for Rich in Communication with the topic of collaborative writing. I hope you've had an informative hour. I hope you've gotten a clearer understanding of collaborative writing and I hope that you will be able to write in a group better after this. Now, stay tuned to iRadio OUM because more exciting segments are up ahead. This is me, Hanim, signing off. You have a great day ahead. Assalamualaikum. Bye-bye.